Michelle McGowan. And I'm Dr. Tim Henney. And we are two pods. And a microphone. All right. So we would normally do our podcast Saturday night. However, we were a little um, distracted. Why were we distracted, Dr. McGowan? We were distracted because Penn State was playing Rutgers. And I'm a huge Penn State fan. I went to Penn State and I am a alumni of 1996. And I married you, so we watched the game. He married into greatness. <laughs> so we watched the game. It was an 8 o'clock game. Penn State wound up winning 13-10. to 10. It was a nail-biter the whole game. And I believe it was karma and God's way of saying, Rochelle, don't make fun of teams that are entering the Big Ten. You know not what you speak of. <laughs> Rutgers put on a good show. Defenses last night were awesome. Penn State and Rutgers both looked really yeah, great. Yeah, it's a good game. And I have to tell the audience out there that it was amazing. Every time I said, we need an interception for a touchdown, we got the interception. We didn't get that touchdown each time, but every time I said it, yeah, so it was, was high five. It was me. pretty amazing, actually. Again, Nostradamus. We need an interception. Bang, there it was. Like, wow. <laughs> we need a million dollars. You didn't say that. I am the Nostradamus <laughs> of football. Anyway, so. Awesome. Shout out to Penn State. Woohoo! And I love Coach Franklin. I think he's great. So. I love his hairdo. Me too. I think he's awesome. And Hackenberg is cute. <laughs> You're married. Settle down, lady. All right. So, I figured we'd talk about uh, our players from our fantasy football. Um, Tim and I both have fantasy football teams. And we're in a league. It's a 12-man league. And um, last week... We had some injuries on our teams, and I will say that I am excited because I think Cam Newton is coming back this week, so that just makes me struggle between which quarterback I'm going to play, Cam Newton or Jake Locker. Who are you going to play? I don't know. I haven't completely set – I still have time to set my lineup. So. Dr. Henry would start, start Jake Locker because I believe the Dallas defense is worse than the uh, Detroit defense, just based on that alone. Yes, but we were kind of chitty-chatting about this earlier – the Detroit defense has two guys with foot injuries, one of them being a turf toe. Correct. So if you have the Detroit defense, even though I'm just saying, I, I'm not sure who I'm going to play. I'm saying you can't go wrong either way. I just think the Dallas defense is worse. Uh, that's it. And then we talked about Andre Ellington last week, and it looks like he is going to play. And just like we said on our podcast on Thursday, that he was just going to be in a cam walker full time, and they're probably going to tape him up, and he's – Probably going to do great. Yeah, he did pretty good last week. Not phenomenal. He definitely didn't look his 100% self. He looked pretty good. I'm actually playing, and the gentleman I'm playing in fantasy football is, has him on the board as of now. Uh, I'd play him, though. He'll be in a boot on and off all season long. He'll probably play almost every Sunday. Right. I mean, it's like our last podcast. We talked about Achilles injuries versus um, perineal. And if he had to choose, not that these guys really get to choose what their injury is, but if you had to choose perineal and you're a professional football player, this is the injury you want above Achilles tendon injury. Yeah, I agree. It's a nagging injury, but it won't really mess up your performance too much. Yeah. As opposed to one of the other ones we saw a lot this week, uh, a couple of those defenses you were talking about was uh, turf toe. That's another nagging injury, but unfortunately that one can actually keep you out a lot too, so you got to watch that one a lot. Well, the, I mean, the one thing is you're talking about your perineal tendons. They're those lateral tendons are on the outside of your ankle. They're important. They definitely serve a purpose. They're, they're there for stability, but... They don't propulse you, and it, you think about turf toe, it sounds so wimpy. That's a bad injury. It's it's something where you're trying to push 300-some-odd pounds off of that joint. It's no good. So the turf toe is definitely a bad injury, even though it sounds wimpy. 
Yeah, even when I see patients with it, I'm not talking professional athletes, anyone who has pain in that area, you know, it's either the bottom of the toe or on the big toe. It's really nagging for just regular patients who are just trying to go to work every day, let alone play sports. Right. There's a couple people at Turf Toe. Cornerback for the San Francisco Giants. Who's that? 49ers. 49ers, exactly. I'll help you out. I know football. <laughs> I was thinking baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so he had Turf Toe. Um, there's a couple different guys with Turf Toe. Randy Stark. Um, we talked about this before, you and I, from the Dolphins. He's a defensive end for the Miami Dolphins. The whole Dolphins defense right now is, is is pretty ailing. I would say if you have some really good, like if you have good wide receivers or semi-good wide receivers or running backs and you're playing Miami, that, I would play those guys because you're probably going to do pretty well. Um, as far as other injuries, Brandon uh, Pettigrew from Detroit. Well, he had a turf toe, right? Is this foot injury? It's, it's very oh, it's non-specific. non-specific. Gotcha. We talked about that too. I, in one of our earlier podcasts, I got so aggravated because here I want to be able to help people say, oh, well, this type of injury, they're definitely going to be ailing. But then I realized that if they say, if they said Brandon Pettigrew has a right turf toe, they're gonna step on his everyone's going to step on his toe. <laughs> exactly. So I get that now. I understand that. But yeah, so... That's the other one I had. I don't know who else you had. I had some other players. I had Andre Johnson, wide receiver for uh, Houston Texans. He was limited in practice last week. Uh, he's probable and he'll more than likely play. We also have Toby Gerhardt, who sustained an ankle injury. Uh, I think you said it was his fibula. So I don't right. think it was as much of a sprain as like somebody contusion kind of contusion or something. Were landed on. But he, he was limited, did practice Wednesday, but he went back full Thursday and Friday. So it looks he's like he's going to play. Yeah. The Chicago Bears have a couple injuries in the wide receivers. Brandon Marshall has an ankle injury, but it looks like he's going to play. Alshon Jeffrey had a hamstring injury, which you always get nervous with hammies because, you know, they may they may practice well all week, go up there and first snap, come up lame and not do, a, do anything else. Uh, so that's both the main wide receivers for the uh, Chicago Bears. So keep an eye on that. If uh, Jeffrey doesn't play, I think uh, my tight end is going to be looking pretty good, Mr. Bennett there. Did you talk about your wide receiver, A.J. Green, yet or not? Oh, no. So, A.J. Green, it looks like, I mean, last week he played great, right? He did fine. Correct. But the they said that he kind of was limping after the game, and uh, they he didn't practice on Wednesday. Yeah, on Wednesday he showed up on the list. He took Thursday off, but I think after that, he did a normal practice on uh, Friday. He's listed as yeah, probable. Yeah, it says probable to play, which really, I have half of my players are all probable to play. <laughs> I, I feel like it would be a bad move just to drop everybody and pick up non, you know, just definitely not probable people. But anyway, so it says foot. If he practice Friday, I, I think that's a good sign. I'm probably going to play him. And some players we talked about last week, Michael Crabtree and Riley Cooper, they were both on the uh, injury report last week. They're completely off now, so it looks like they're all back to normal. So if you have either one of those, let them go, because they're number one wide receivers on both their respective teams. I don't have either one of those people. Yeah, but our daughter does. Yeah. I don't want to be beat by a 10-year-old. That's why I keep giving her bad advice. I'd rather be beat by a 10-year-old than my wife. (laughs) So... We thought uh, each podcast, when we hear about different types of injuries, the one that's a little bit more prevalent, like last week or on Thursday, we talked a lot about Achilles tendon, um, non-insertion. I actually have on our blog at centerankleflipcare.com. Kind of just went over the differences, just kind of down and dirty, quick and dirty, insertional Achilles tendon, tendonitis, non-insertional Achilles tendonitis, and then Achilles tendon tears and ruptures, which each one of them has 
their own kind of treatment protocol and really probability of getting back to playing for this type of player. So I, I threw that together just so that you have an idea of what you're looking at when you see a player with an Achilles tendon rupture versus tendonitis. tendonitis. Um, but then again, you never really know. Yeah, they're not going to tell you. <laughs> but this week, because of the the amount of turf toe we saw, we figured we'd give just a little bit of information about turf toe. So definitely check out our blog today. We'll have something posted about turf toe, some pictures, and some information. But turf toe really is just a sprain of the great toe joint. Yeah, typically most I explain is if your toe kind of comes, pops up a little too far because, you know, you land wrong, you spin your twist, and you may hurt some of the ligaments on the bottom of your toe. Yeah, I mean... In medical terms, we say excessive dorsiflexion of the toe, um, where the proximal phalanx, but basically, where basically the big toe gets forced up, and it's either jammed or the repetitive motion of the toe being forced up and sprinting or pushing your three hundred pound body off of that little tiny joint is what will cause that. So it's either an initial injury or repetitive micro trauma over time and it's called turf toe uh just because your team plays on grass doesn't mean you're safe they named it turf toe because that's when they came out the bad artificial turf back in the good old days they saw a higher prevalence of it but you'll still see it all all uh, all kind of grass uh the new turf anything nowadays so yeah. it's an old term but it's it's pretty much any toe injury that you have your well, big toes now yeah they probably just used to call it a toe sprain until AstroTurf came out, yeah, and, and then, then they started Everybody had it. it. It's turf toe. So turf toe, basically, yeah, because it's just easier for the cleats to stick on that AstroTurf. Correct. But, but I'm sure AstroTurf has probably gotten so much better from it has. when of, I was in high school and played yeah. A lot of people like stuff. the turf now better than the grass because it's softer. It's got the little beads and stuff like that. It's more predictable than going to Chicago and running around in the mud. Yeah. So That's a feeling that's typically horrible. In. But basically, if it's left untreated, it just gets progressively worse. So you may have those guys out there who are making millions of dollars who they don't want to tell anybody it's hurt. Eventually, you'll just that's the guy that's going to gimp off the field someday. Or you, know, you see these guys go down and limp off the field. Hopefully, they get treatment. But still, it's it's a crapshoot with that injury. It is. It's tough. Um, how we usually diagnose it, we get x-rays, but that's not really going to show us. If it's turf toe, we're really not going to see anything. Uh, if you really want to see something, you'd get an MRI. And basically, at that point, you'd check to see What's going on underneath that cartilage? Is the bone inflamed? Things like that. Yeah, it make no sense. Mortal ligaments are ruptured or anything like that. If you have any ruptures, yeah, sit the person out for a while. But if it just comes back as inflamed, sore, tender, with no significant damage, just they're, rice. They're week to week in a stiff shoe and a boot, and hopefully they can play yeah. on Sunday. Rest, ice, compression, elevation. Put them in a boot and go from there. You didn't mean fried rice? No, and I didn't mean another kind of rice that's been in the news either lately. <laughs> but, um,. Speaking of news, who else is in the news this oh, week? Oh, Adrian Peterson, right? Yeah, I am a Minnesota Viking fan, so... Uh, what, it, whose jersey do you have who you wear every well, Sunday? Well, I had Adrian Peterson. <laughs> His will be hiding in my closet for now on, but Cordell Patterson jersey, I'll be ordering you on Amazon.com tonight. <laughs> well, anyway, that's really... I, I mean, I don't even... I don't know enough of that to speak of it, so... But that's a shame. I guess he's inactive right now. He's, he's inactive this week, and we'll see what happens. I'm sure he'll be sitting out a few games one way or another. And then all those drug guys, right? Those. Uh... Yeah, they're looking like they're changing some of the laws, apparently, since you can legally smoke uh, marijuana. They're undoing all those things, and who knows what's going to happen now. Well, if that one guy's lucky, you'll be able to drink and drive, too, because then he can play. Yeah, Josh Gordon, <laughs> they look like they're going to go from missing the whole season down to 10 games based on his last marijuana use, but... He got another DWI since then that we haven't dealt with. So 
Uh, if they if that goes to court before the ten games is up, he'll probably be sitting out the rest of his career. Yeah, that's. I mean, I was just gonna say it's a shame, but that's not how I feel. No, I, I guess these are decisions they're made, not placed upon people. Well, anyway, that's kind of our little foot and ankle injury report of uh, two pods and a microphone with probably extra information you may or may not want <laughs> and a little bit of our fantasy we're not charging you for this <laughs> and a little bit of our fantasy football kind of uh we give you full credit for that well anyway so check out our blog centralanklefootcare.com we'll have information there about some of these injuries and about turf toe and you also have to check out our um three-year-old daughter's predictions for the football games today so good luck to everyone playing fantasy football. If you're not playing fantasy football, good luck to your team. And we are two pods and a microphone.